All right, steady on. <laughs> and a deep-sounding voice. A deep-sounding voice, yes. yes, indeed. Please welcome bass baritone Jonathan Vieira. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? Well, I don't know. I'm just thinking, you know, we could have a bit of a chit-chat, you know. <laughs> now, is this the first time you've been here in the Great Hall? Oh, no, 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 no. I'm still looking at my wife. It must be, what, Where's your 10, wife? 15 times? Hello. Yeah, yeah she's at oh. the back. So, Everyone, yeah. Jonathan's wife's in the back. She's at the back. She's the good-looking one, okay? Yes. And uh, <laughs> she, I call her my first wife to keep her on her toes, you know. Well, I'm just saying. Don't encourage him. Do you know what? <laughs> anyway, yeah, so this, this place I've sung in, I mean, as an opera singer, I've been singing now, what, 34, 35 years now? And I've sung around all the major opera houses around the world, 27 yeah. countries, and I spent a lot of time when I was young and promising and had hair and everything. And, <laughs> um, and I've sung in places like English National Opera, Woo. Welsh National Opera, Woo. Scottish Opera, Woo. Covent Garden, Glindbourne. Oh, darling. <laughs> La Scala. Ooh. I've not actually sung there. It's a little restaurant in Balham. <laughs> no, just saying. And while we're here, can I just get this out of the way? Because it's not often I'm surrounded by Methodists. All right? I feel surrounded. I'm, a, I'm an Anglican. Well, not really. I go to an Anglican church. I'm a Christian. But it's interesting. I only have one, one Methodist joke. And I'm going to tell it to you now. So the man turns to the other man. He said, well, you Methodists, you Methodist minister, took it to a Methodist minister. He said, you Methodists, you don't believe in drinking alcohol, do you? So he said, well, no, not really. No, no, we don't. He said, well, thing is, what about Paul in the Bible says to Timothy, a little wine for the stomach's sake. And the man, the minister thinks a minute, he says, to be rubbed on externally. <laughs> that is the only Methodist joke I've got. All right? That's it. Finished. So, Sorry, Tony. So, Jonathan, you sing and you do stand-up comedy. I sing, I do stand-up comedy. I will not do a one-man show. <laughs> um, I did all the opera, operatic comedy yeah. roles. So, yeah. all the Rossini, the Mozart, the Puccini, all those kind of things. And that's what I became a specialist in doing. The very difficult stuff yeah. um, called patter. Things like um, Gilbert and Sullivan, but in Italian. Czechoslovakian, um, German, Russian. That's how I became... And then, and then I developed a one-man show that went alongside... <clears throat> and a recording career that went alongside that and writing books and things. So, so you've been saying 35 years. Mm. That's a long time. Not many people stay in one no. career and, and it lasts for such mm. a long time. Why do you think you've had that longevity? I think, actually, I realised that there was a... There was really... I could do something well. At the beginning of your career, when you're young, you know, you go and you... I studied really hard and went to all the conservatoires, the universities and all of that. And they train you to a certain degree. And then they, they push you out. And they say, off you go, see what you can do. And you think you've got to throw a lot of mud against walls and hope that it sticks. And what I ended up doing is realising that I was good at comedy. And somebody picked up that I was good at comedy. And I thought, OK, I'm never going to be the romantic hero, am I? <laughs> Steady on. And, um, but that's the truth. And so it was always going to be that. And then I had longevity in the voice. I learned to sing, so I made sure that um, my technique for singing was good. And that people were pleased with the way that I sung. I worked a lot, an incredible amount, on the voice. So, is that, so finding your voice, the book... Finding my voice, which is the book. Name yeah, of your exactly. book, is that sort of what it's all about? That was about? true, but it was, also, it was also about my journey from... My parents came from St Vincent in the Caribbean in 1952, 
And I'm from a mixed-race family, you know, and it was difficult growing up in, in just not far from here, in, in Harleston, Wilston, just up the road. And that's where I went. I went to school in Kilburn. I'm a Londoner, all right? And going into opera as a person with a, a brown skin was not normal. Yeah. And so I had to find a way that was different, and I had to climb, I'm telling you, bigger mountains. And uh, at first, I remember one person saying, oh, I don't know whether we can cast you. You're a bit dark, aren't you? Oh, really? They wouldn't get away with that now, but then... Um, and that was the truth. So, so, so how did you get over those sort of... Well, partly, I got over the, those things with the woman at the back there who stood by me and said, you can do it, because I didn't have a lot of confidence. I had zero confidence. I had yeah. a terrible stutter. Did I had you? a stutter, absolutely, absolutely. And it was really difficult for me to, to you know, get. That was that kind of stutter. And so I had to find a way of being someone else. We've got to wind it up and start singing. Um, but quickly, but, then, has, did your faith help you with that as well? Oh, I mean, you know, I was, I was listening to what you said, and actually a lot of people, they ride on that thing where they're not sure about faith. And they say, you know, intellectually, can I assent to that? Jesus, what does that mean? Well, this building here, right here, it stands as a cathedral to Methodism. And the methodical way, that's why you call Methodist, the methodical way of looking at uh, who Jesus was. And Charles Wesley himself, I'm going to sing one of the hymns later on. Charles writes, and, he, and in, eight, in 1737, he suddenly, he sees the magnificence of the Jesus that's in the Bible. And he becomes converted because of that. And that, that faith for me was where I found probably just after I left home. I was brought up in a Christian home, yeah. but I, I knew the Bible and I knew about God, but I didn't feel I knew God. And it was after meeting Sue, seeing the bigger panoply of the Christian world. And I've traveled the world. I met presidents and kings because of what I've done. And I've seen the vastness, the wonderful things of different people, different races, different groups of people, even people from Liverpool. You know? Um, <laughs> Don't just, encourage just, him. I'm just saying. Don't encourage anyway. him. <laughs> But listen, Jonathan, you, I've got I've a got lot of... You've got to sing. I want you to stop talking because you need yeah, to save I've your voice. Yeah, I've got to sing. Okay, and you're going to be singing How Great Thou Art. I'm going to sing. The first thing I'm going to sing to you is How Great Thou Art. I, was, I got very ill, nearly died in 1989. You'll find out a viral encephalitis went into a coma. And when I came out of the coma three days later, which was miraculous, and the doctor described it as miraculous, I wasn't involved in it. I came round, and about three months later, my vicar asked me to sing a song which became then the Songs of Praise. I did about 35 programs, something like that, and various series all through the 90s and the 2000s. And that, that's, in a way, my ministry started and my career took off from there. I don't know about the career, but in fact, my walk with God has been, you know, difficult, difficult sometimes. But in fact, this song tells the whole story. <laughs> 